This next couple of segments are pretty graphic. Uh, if you've got kids in the house, if you're sensitive to yourself, be careful. The, these are, the stories are graphic, so we're going to be talking graphically. Hope you enjoy. This is the Dr. Duke Show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dr. Duke Show. I am Dr. Duke, and I am joined by Vicki McKenna. Love these weekly segments. Vicki, thanks for joining us. My pleasure. Good to be here. So I don't know what you find pleasurable about the things we talk about. Maybe you need some psychological counseling. I know. it was Okay, I'm going to amend my (laughs) statement. It's really good to be joining you again. It sucks to be an English professor. I do stupid things like that all the time. But our <laughs> You're t- at parties. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Our a grammar Nazi like Fraser Crane. But the bottom line is, is that the stories are seldom pleasure pleasurable, and this is one of them. This is pretty outrageous. So there's a growing worldwide fury over World Health Organizations, the WHO, educational the UN program about teaching early childhood masturbation and gender identities to kids. They want children under the age of four and ideally from the moment they're born to be taught to touch themselves to pleasure themselves this is really stunning and let's start with the video so we can the people see what we're talking about and and when it's the video is over we'll go right to you vicky here is the sex is not functional the mother woman says i've said it before that it's also fun to do you discover how your body works and how my body works she says what about you to the little boy do you ever play with your dick do you ever touch your willy Yes, and how does that feel? And when you do when do you do that? He says she says to the little boy. I don't know the little kid says, "Do you do it when you were eating?" No. Do you touch yourself in the classroom? No. Kid looks wow, terrified. That's abuse. Why don't you do that in the class? When can you play with your dick? When you're at home, the little boy says. Little girl, not only boys can have an orgasm, girls can have an orgasm too, but they don't have ejaculation then because we don't have sperm, but it's a nice feeling. And um, you're obviously looked at your vagina before, haven't you? You have your inner labia and there are two little holes there, one for peeing and one for where the baby comes out. And above those holes is another kind of button. Did you ever see that? No. You've never studied it like before? The little button you call your clitoris. When you touch that, it gives a very nice feeling. It's actually very nice when you're touching that button. This is about one of the most groomy, disgusting things I've ever seen, Vicky. We just watched child abuse, sexual abuse of two children on video. Masquerading as education. That's what, I mean, that's what that is. That's a crime in the United States. If it's, if it's not done under the guise of education, apparently, if it's done under the guise of education, it's totally fine. But if that's the neighbor having that conversation with your kids, the neighbor couldn't get away with saying, well, I'm just trying to teach your children about sexuality and gender identity. I'm just trying to teach your children about the importance of self-pleasuring. If your neighbor said that to your kids, what would you do? Assuming you are not the, uh, you know, carrying a uh, concealed carry firearm. What would you do if someone did that to your kid? And this is now World Health Organization education policy that is going to be distributed globally, including here in the United States. We've already seen some examples of this in the United States. 
but including here in the United States. By the way, this curriculum that has adults sexually abusing children like that, pretending it's education, was developed before 2010. It was published in 2010. It was developed before 2010. So anybody out there who has been listening to us for a few years, this is older than you think it is. It didn't just start happening. There has been a plan afoot to sexualize children outside the influence of their parents for a very long time. Yeah, and this is in the guise not of sexual education, but health care education. Yes. This is the World Health Organization. We saw how they behaved during COVID. This is not an organization that stands first for health and wellness, but for control, using the power of health and the, the global mandates to be able to control people. Here's what they're saying, basically, that children under the age of four, again, possibly down to children who are new, newborn, ask should be able to ask and be hear answers about questions about sexuality, to explore gender identities, gain an awareness of gender identity. This is pretty staggering, according to this article here. And this is perfectly in line, by the way, as you know, Vicki, with UN mandates for this kind of stuff as well. Children under four should, quote, ask questions about sexuality. The official guidance also supports providing information to children under four about enjoyment and pleasure when touching one's own body, early childhood masturbation. Who's going to do it? You saw who's going to do it? Who's going to teach yeah. the kids to do that? Is it going to be is it going to be the parents? Are the parents going to say, watch mommy do like me? How is this going to be taught? I want everyone to think about this. How is this going to be taught? Hmm? And if it's not mom or dad, which is despicable, that's called child abuse, then who's going to be teaching this to your children? It, it, and again, this is not new stuff. This is kind of old stuff that is now poised to be global recommendations for child health education. And here in Wisconsin, we have the health and human development curriculum that contains alarmingly similar things with the exception of, although I can imagine there's a way to work it in with the exception of teaching children about touching themselves. So my question is this, cause you brought this up. You touched on this at the beginning. So if it is okay to do this kind of sexual pedophilic kind of groomy, very sexual abuse stuff to little kids, to talk to children as if they're your 40-year-old girlfriend sitting across the table from you, the little kid was shaking his head, right? Not because he didn't know the answer, because he was clearly embarrassed by this. If you can do this in the name of education, which is, of course, where kids learn how to behave, then why can't you be a pedophile? Well, if they can do it, why can't you? Just because it's in right. a classroom? I mean, and, what, and if you're telling kids that they can pleasure themselves, well, then the logical question is, why can't a, an adult pleasure them? And it, well, and, and is that ultimately, as I asked, you know, who's going to be teaching this? How are they going to be teaching it? But you asked a really important question because there isn't a logical answer. Is the answer, well, I'm not enjoying it. Is that the teacher's response? I'm doing the exact same things that a groomer would do 
that a pedophile would do, only I'm not, you know, I'm not deriving any pleasure from it. Is that going to be the dividing line? It's not okay if you derive pleasure from it, but it's totally okay if you don't. Even though the child experiences the trauma the same way, these kids are being traumatized right now. And even though the child will be experiencing it the same way, it's totally fine to sexually abuse kids if you're an educator. But it's not totally fine to sexually abuse kids if you're getting sexual pleasure out of it. There's not going to be a way in the law to make that delineation as time goes on. If, in fact, that's if people are willing to accept this. And you, you said at the beginning, there is a global pushback. What are they going to do? You can't control the World Health Organization. Nations could defund the World Health Organization. But when President Trump tried to defund the World Health Organization, you would have sworn that he you know, wanted to go back to the days of leeches, uh, you know, phrenology and bleeding. But so good luck to countries, you know, elite countries with progressive leaders who are going to defund the World Health Organization. They wouldn't even do it when when we were told essentially to put people on ventilators and kill them during COVID and lock down our, our economy so that we couldn't even survive. So, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how we're going to fight this in any meaningful way, you're going to end up having to un, you know, pick all of these elements out of, uh, you know, the um, it, uh, out of being embedded in a curriculum in your own kid's school, and you're going to have to do it school to school, district to district, school board to school board, and oh, and, and at the end of it all, it will be too overwhelming a task. So, I, I get your kids out of these schools before this sick poison suddenly emerges in your kid's pre-K classroom. I'd like to take one thing you said and expand on Oh, it's already there. What am I saying? It's already there, Duke. It's already in that classroom. It is. And I'd like to expand on something you said, Vicky. I do think they take pleasure. I think that, think about the adult who flashes the little girl. These adult men who get off on embarrassing girls by pretending to be trans and ending, and, and ending up in girls' bathrooms and exposing themselves. We have all kinds of cases of so-called trans boys loving the fact that girls are forced to see them naked. There is a yeah. pedophilic pleasure in this. They don't have to lay a finger on those children to have pleasure. And I think these teachers we were looking at, the ones who were showing those Dutch kids and talking to them, I think they were taking pleasure in undermining moral values and undermining traditional values. They were pleasured. They were proud of themselves. They think they're doing yeah. the, the, the God's work by sexualizing these children. That is pleasure. And it's every bit as icky and creepy and dangerous as actual touching. I'm not going to argue with you at all on that. I think you're exactly right. It's, it's perhaps a different kind of pleasure. Although the, the men pretending to be women uh, who waltz into school gymnasium showers to expose themselves, they're just getting off on their kinky little thing. Um, and, and this is a different, I mean, this is, I guess this is a whole next level kind of kink. I guess is what we're talking about here, because these people are enjoying and, and, and getting pleasure from the idea that they're tearing apart the Judeo-Christian worldview. And that's something that has to be, it has to be forefront so that people understand this is about killing God. It is about, it is about reducing 
everyone to some kind of you know binary um, one or zero that that are interchangeable. There's no nothing special about individuals. There's nothing special about families. Families get in the way of ultimately this this perfect seizure of power and control that can bring about this new utopia where we are nothing more than interchangeable you know ones and zeros in in a in a gigantic global computer. And while everything you said is, again, on the macro level, everything you said is correct, I still want to go back one more time to the micro level. Looking at the, 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 the shame, the humiliation, looking at the nervousness in those kids' eyes, the little boy shook his head, the slightly older girl, just look at her eyes. I mean, she's, she's well, not she doesn't enjoy- want to talk about her she's vagina. She's not enjoying this. So in other words, there is a perverse pleasure in making other people sexually uncomfortable. Isn't that what stalking's about? Isn't that what about flashing is about? This is about gratifying your needs by humiliating somebody sexually. The fact yeah, that the, he's the kid- his face. Yes. Yes, there is. He doesn't they want to look at her. He's the covering his face, hiding behind a toy. The teachers may not even know they're taking pleasure in this, but they are. This is absurdly evil, if you ask me. Still to come, Vicky, a man who allegedly defecated on a pride flag at a, at a Manhattan bar and then drew a smiley face in the feces has been arrested and slapped with hate crime charges. Now, We'll talk about this after the break, but there's a lot to say here. Today's episode is brought to you by Freedom Project Academy. Take back your kids' education. FPA's fully accredited classical curriculum provides live, on-demand, and homeschool courses built on Judeo-Christian values. Request your information packet and save 10% on tuition by visiting freedomforschool.com. That's freedom, F-O-R, school.com. The NYPD Hate Crimes Task Force now looking for the man behind a disgusting act on the Upper West Side. Police say the man you see here entered the building on West 95th Street a couple of weeks ago and defecated on a pride flag and then wiped himself with the flag before running off onto Amsterdam Avenue. Nobody was physically hurt. So, okay. Vicky, we, 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 we should have given an upchuck warning before yeah. the this entire you know this whole yeah. show. We should have given everyone a, a you know sorry. This is going to induce a gag reflex warning. Yeah, we we will add that post uh, editing here. We're going to have. I should have thought of my especially for the first one. But my thought initial thought is this. This is the same progress. Did you hear the 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 funereal tone of the narrator? Yes. The, the, uh, <laughs> this, this is the same guy. If if some, if an African American male had his crapped on an American flag and wiped his with it, this would have been an act of remarkable protest. This is how horrible we have treated people that they engage in this act of justice. But because it's the trans flag, I'll, I want to get your comment, but I'm going to leave you with this. Ben Shapiro said, uh, now we know, quote, now we know what it takes to arrest a black man in New York City. Not yes, rioting. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Ahead. So you you can take a look at this guy. He he doesn't look like he's all together, right? Nope. He doesn't look like he's he's all that. And, and and you can Google some more pictures of this guy. He's not all, you know, together in the head. Look at his so name. How many? T <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Fred Innocent. <laughs> 
Well, that's that's how I'd plead. That would be my name. That's you know enough. Um, you know the defense rests. Um, but he's he's how many times has he defecated in public? How many times has he fouled? Uh, you know, the common good of the city streets of New York. Uh, probably a lot. How hey. many people has he assaulted? How many times has he been busted for vagrancy? How many times has he stolen a purse? How many times has, be, has he been caught with a needle stuck in his arm? How many times? How many times has he robbed people? Yeah, so the only time we're going to get serious about a crime is when it's a pride flag. Because New York, you can find pictures of Antifa protesters, Occupy Wall Street protesters, um, you know, the, going back to Trayvon Martin and all of those protests. You can find images from New York of protesters pooping on American flags. Nobody got arrested. There's a famous picture of a guy pooping on a New York City police car. Nobody got arrested. So this is all of a sudden something that we've got to be very, very concerned about because it's a hate crime in this particular instance. In ca- in I, got, Sam- I, mean, I can go on. I'm, I'm I not know. even done, but go ahead. I know. I'm going to give you space here. Diarrhea of the mouth? Is that what we're talking about? <laughs> it's appropriate in this segment. Look, in San Francisco, crapping on the streets makes you a hero. And if you were to crap right. on the American flag in San Francisco, they'd give you the it's key to the go. city. They'd give you the key, key to the city. Free speech. What if this guy is homeless? Then we know that homeless people are victims of capitalism. So why is is taking a dump and then finding the nearest thing to wipe your butt with? Why is that anything more than human rights? Except for the the fact that it's a trans flag. That makes all the difference. The answer is the gigantic abacus of intersectionality. That's the answer, is that he is lower in the calculation, in the intersectional calculation of oppression. Yes, he's a black man, but he's not gay or trans. And so, you know, it's it's it, you have to sort of, you know, get your chart, always have it ready to go. But trans, you know, it's kind of like a gigantic game of, of rock, paper, scissors. Trans always beats black. Always black trans beats white trans, but white trans beats black. And, and I guess gay beats black as well, um, unless we are to conclude that all of the LGBT WTF people sitting at the bar who are appalled and aghast. And it's, it was gross what the guy did, um, unless we're to assume they're all a bunch of racists who hate black people, which I don't know. That's what they would say about us if we would ever have criticized uh, a person, a non-cis, non-white, POC, by POC or whatever we're calling them at this point. So um, intersectionality demands that sexuality almost always, alt sexuality almost always trumps race. I thought and if, housing condition and housing condition. I thought that minorities and black people can't commit hate crimes. I thought that was just white people. So this guy got no, arrested. Bro, for, no, 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 no. So again, intersectional abacus. You can commit a hate crime against a protected group as long as that protected group is more valued than your protected group. Since we're playing the the uh, intersectional game, first of all, the use of the word abacus promotes math, which is racist, so stop doing it. Number two, <laughs> when it comes to when it comes to 
this guy, he is, he cannot be a bigot because he's black. I've been told that, you've been told that, we've been all told that. And by the way, uh, if that's true, how could it be a hate crime? How is it a hate crime? It's hey, not a hate crime. I just to- want to say this. He, he drew a smiley face in his own poop. He did. I mean, is that hateful? No. It's a- I think that's an affirmation. It's just a different, it's, perhaps it's art. Art. That should be a discussion and for art, another time. <laughs> and art, put, a, put an F in front, front, front of art, and you get, we're back to the scatological again. The, we, of course, after how horrible that first story was, this is a little more humorous because like you rightly pointed out, it shows the contradictory hypocritical nature of everything the progressive left does and how really the LGBTQ are the bullies, not the victims. That's gonna wrap up this show. If you have any questions, comments, or want to support the show, simply visit drdukeshow.com for all of us at The Dr. Duke Show. Thanks for watching and we'll see you next time. Oh,